What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. How's it going? And to my left, Zachary Parks. What's happening? In case you did not know, Team Chat Podcast is a video game podcast where we talk about video games we love and sometimes video games we hate and the games all in the middle. And we do that through top three lists, general discussion, debates, reviews, and occasionally guests. They're fun to have on. We like guests. We've had a couple good ones. Yeah. We need to have more. Sometimes we like them. Also, if you would like to get in contact with us via email or social media, you can do that by sending us an email at teamchatpodcast at gmail.com, following us on Facebook and Twitter at Team Chat Podcast. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can watch the podcasts in video format as well as some other cool videos that are on there, like game clips, <laughs> episode highlights, bonus odes, things of that nature. We just watched it's cool. Jared's, Jared's 20, 20 kill streak. With the Genji nerfs. With the uh, yeah. overpowered Genji stuff, obviously. Yeah. I think this is good. We should send this to Blizzard and be like, it's still <laughs> it's overpowered. Still OP. I tweeted at Blizzard <laughs> and Overwatch. It's not I was like, skill, it's just he's overpowered. I was like, post nerf and I got a... <laughs> Hashtag that so. one. Yeah, <laughs> post nerf. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of the guys that I sometimes play with that I realized... Uh, like not enough time ago that I'm like proud of it. Yeah. Uh, I realized he's like a kid. He's, he's like in eighth grade, but since he doesn't have a headset, we're only ever like playing together and occasionally he'll like message me and he's like, Oh yeah, I'm diamond rank. And I'm like, Oh, he probably thinks you're his girlfriend. I'm like yeah, he's rank. <laughs> no, I was like, kid, you have to understand, I'm an adult. Kid. <laughs> so, so kid, no, now he's just great. like, that's great, kid. He's that's like, now he's kid. like, this is awesome. It's an adult. Yeah. And she's kid, into me. me no, he was like, do you have any advice for getting through school? And I was like, oh my god, <laughs> you're in you? luck. Like, you know? Do you school? know what I do? Yeah. <laughs> Horrible. School's the worst. Just get through it. Yeah, there's no good. There's no good. There's no good way out, kid. You survive. (laughs) Just get out. (laughs) But if you'd like to support the show, you can do that as well by going to Patreon.com/slash Team Chat Podcast, where as little as one dollar a month, you can help us make our dreams come true. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Boom. You know? Wow. Boom. That's just, can we just use but if that not, snippet every time? Oh. Just copy and paste it. I forgot it. to practice my Sarah McLaughlin. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. We, can t- we can keep Everyone that going next time. Last time. Uh, yeah, I'll have to practice. It was cool, though. It was really yeah, fun. bring Fender up to the camera. Like, <laughs> <slippery> <laughs> very, just out of nowhere. Holy wheel in Look more sad. <laughs> Try to make it look sad. <laughs> that's, easy. that's easy for him to do. Yeah. But in exchange for your support, we will give you cool perks like each episode early before it's Tuesday release. But if you don't want to do that, that's totally fine because we love making this podcast. It's awesome. It's great. And we like making this each and every week to give you cool, fun content to listen to. All right. Speaking of emails, though, I do have to give a quick shout out because we had our, our in the last episode. It was all discombobulated. Because of, you know, it was all the Labor Day travel and stuff. You <laughs> know what I mean? In general. <laughs> it's all the labor in general. All that, all that stuff going on. Yeah. So we had to kind of like sh- schedule, change around our, our mm-hmm. recording schedule. And in that hubbub, I missed this. Now, it was in relation to the music for the episode on episode 37. And, you know, as I said in last in the last episode, it was from uh, The Witcher 3, mm-hmm. Silver for Monsters. Yes. And we said in that in that one that Dylan Biles, a good friend, was the one who guessed it correctly. And he was. He was the first one to give us that answer. 
But Dylan did not guess the right song. The title of the, the song was wrong. Oh. He said it was The Trail, but it was actually Silver for Monsters. Said, didn't you say something to him? Or did... Well, I, I acknowledged it in the episode. But no, that's right, I got to right. give a shout Shot out. him down. Wrong loser. Yeah. <laughs> get... No points awarded. No well, I mean, he, just, he guessed the game. <laughs> wrong. That's, that's the goal. He's got to guess the game. It's good enough, yeah. and, you know, he was going amazing, for bonus actually, points. From, from my perspective, I would have never gotten close. But I got to give a shout out, though, to our other... Fun buddy, good buddy. I don't know. My mind's scrambled. Bubble buddy, bubble boy. Our good friend Cody. He wrote in after Dylan, and he did correctly guess the song. So okay, this is the first. What do we do? Well, I mean, Dylan won because he was he was because he was the one who he as contest rule states first person to say which game it's from, which he did. So so I guess remind me of the rules. If you say what game it's from, you get that's 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 the contest. You can throw in the name and all that other stuff. So (laughs) even though even though yes, yeah, bonus points points I guess. But so I just wanted to give a shout out to Cody that he did actually guess the correct song for monsters. So thank you also Cody for sending in your your contest entry. Oh, he does say say in here that on a side note, he loved the game Fury that he emailed us about a few a uh, few episodes back. Just finished it, and I highly recommend it to everyone. Even though it's one of the harder games I've played, so if that throws you off, then be warned. I could go on about a certain aspect of the game, but I won't bother you with that now. Ciao, amigos. Who recommended Ciao, Fury? Amigos. He did. He did. Oh, yeah. and that got us to look it up, and it's uh, it was a it was a PS Plus free game <clears throat> a couple months back. Okay. It looks really cool. Yeah. yeah, it looked fun. I, d- I went after he talked about it and how fun uh, how fun it was. I went and downloaded it from PS Plus. So oh, nice. I'm going to give it a try. Cool. Eventually, good game. To um, play Cody when also everybody... Cody also then did have an idea of that with the music uh, contest. Oh, what we yeah. should do like is he suggested that we change it up, where the person who wins gets to choose the song for the next episode. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool. I, I like that not? idea. So let's try it out. So let's give it. A, let's give it a try. Who, who so who does it next? Uh, I mean, technically, it would be whoever guessed. Are we going to start? We're starting over. So, is don't does Mogan? Do you have a song for today? I do. Okay. Yeah. So we'll we'll still let Mogan do okay. her song, so and then, then whoever guesses from here it, on out. Guess, whoever, yeah, whoever, that will be the reward. You get to pick the song, and then if the, if nobody guesses it, then we will just one of us will fill in the gaps. Now on to today's topic, which is the long-awaited uh, review episode where we each have picked a game for us to review, um, and. Mine's a new one. I think we've all mentioned the other games that we're going to do before, but in case, so uh, I guess who would want to kick us off with our reviews? First. So are we each going to review? We're each reviewing. Okay. We each, you know, we each have a game that we've mm-hmm. been playing, so that's what we're going to review. So we'll go okay. on each one for roughly 20 yeah. minutes each, okay. and then, uh, it, or less. Every time, man. Every time, Jared. That's a. Uh, we got to start. It's another we it's what, I don't even care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Throw your we need a penalty window. system. <laughs> Shots. Yeah, what, was, what was my Ooh. suggestion? Oh, whipping. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. We think very differently, you and I. <laughs> she thinks shots, you think physical pain. So but then again, shots yeah. can be physical pain, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. What hurts more? And then our friends would, of course, start blowing up our phones on purpose. That'd be a fun troll. Mogan that goes would be first. A fun troll. Mogan goes first. All okay. right, fine. I've decided. All right. <laughs> it is decided. Decision. All right, so I last time I wasn't quite sure. What I was going to be reviewing. Yeah, I don't think you had re- no, officially I decided. Yeah. decided. I had yeah. narrowed it down to three because I was like, it depends <laughs> on when I go on vacation and what I decide to buy before I go. And I had narrowed it down to Abzu, Bound, and Firewatch. What are we doing? You two. That was just, it just vibrated. Mm-mm, go ahead. Mm-mm. Podcast. <laughs> worse and worse. <laughs> Quality is just calling. It's <laughs> just down, down the drain. Oh, that's okay. So I wasn't quite sure which of them I was going to pick. And this was largely because... 
they all play to like my exact aesthetic. Mm. All three of them are visually stunning games. Two of them, at least, have killer soundtracks. Firewatches, I wasn't quite sure, but now, now I know a little bit more about it. And they all are shorter, all cost the same amount of dollars. So for anyone that wants That's to good. play any three of them, they are all available through PlayStation Network for 20 bucks. End of story. Everybody has 20 bucks, probably. Most I people. Don't. Some people, not you. Other people These have 20 bucks. are expensive. Bucks. I have no money. Ask Fender. <laughs> yeah. somebody he does yeah. owe me a lot of money. I would say trade in Fender He's for 20 producer. bucks. He's, He's a producer. He's swimming in it. He's swimming in <laughs> money. I need to talk to him. Where's our cut? <laughs> Seriously. He's getting 80%, man. That's rude. So, yeah, they're all the same amount of dollars, all more or less the same length. Very, very similar in my eyes. So I was really torn. I had to go to, of course, my Splatoon Slosh Fest Discord to be like, guys, which one am I going to buy? Yeah. yeah, my support group. And they were like, we don't know, but you should be drinking and playing Mario Kart. And I was like, oh, God, this doesn't help. It's not what so, I'm asking. <laughs> so it wasn't the question. But I thought about it and thought about it. And eventually I was just like, you know what? I'm going to go with Firewatch. Nice. I feel nice. like that, playing... That excites so me. what were your yeah. other two options? Bound and Abzu. Oh, okay. Yeah, Both yeah, of yeah. which Both I still of which very great. much mm-hmm. plan to play. But the only reason I kind of ruled out Abzu is that I do already know that it's more of a zen kind of game. Mm-hmm. You know, Abzu is more about exploration and taking your time, just enjoying the scenery. And I definitely love games like that. I'm right. going to play it at some point. I guarantee you I'm going to love it. Bound is meant to be a much more, no less beautiful, in fact, maybe more beautiful, but a much more emotional game that kind of takes you on this internal emotional journey. And I was like, oh, they all look awesome. But what drew me to Firewatch is that I was feeling like I wanted a mystery. And Firewatch is very much a mystery game. I would almost call it like mystery adventure, because it's not really an action a game. Mis- like you adventure. Can, uh, an adventure Ah, I like adventure. That's better. It's an adventure. (laughs) All of my ideas are better than Jarrett's. Well, not all. Well, fine. Sit in this chair and run this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, see how much pressure you get under that chair. Can't do it. (laughs) I can't do that. Uh, So the power power goes right to my head. head. That's why I got to wear these hats. That's why he has to wear the hats and the headphones. No, today was totally just like. I got hot and sweaty before we were doing this, and I, w- I was totally planning on not wearing a hat today. Then I got home, didn't have time to get myself cleaned up and presentable. Yeah, so I, like, I can tell. Hat. I can smell it. Oh, yeah, I'm just joking. Is this game for That's Xbox, weird. or should I just take a nap? No, it is <laughs> It's not. We did. It's we, not. No, I'm pretty sure. No, we looked at it last time we, we were talking about yeah. it. It's oh, not. It's, such a it's, for, it's for, like, Mac, so he could buy it for Mac. Yeah. That's what we were talking about. It was the way he could play it. I really, because it looks like a really, a game that I was just telling these guys before we started, I I really want to play a game right now that's not so video gamey in the sense of like like I, even though Battlefield One I really do want to play I want to play yeah. something that like just a story that you don't do much. Well, Battlefield One's not out until As October. As of so. two yeah, days sure. ago, indie hit Firewatch coming to Xbox One this month. Oh shit! Oh, perfect. Well, right. there we go. What good timing! Back up. You're gonna oh, get September twenty first. You're gonna right. get uh you're gonna get to hear all about it here. You're gonna get to hear She's all gonna about it. You. All right, Careful I'll try to spoilers, keep her. I, I knew already that I was gonna try to keep it. Well, the point of the, the reviews is yeah. not necessarily as much like so, what happens as much as how, how the game plays. How I would plays. describe it is the truest strength of Firewatch is storytelling. Nice. It is storytelling at its best and it's relationship building at its finest. So you play the uh, protagonist, Henry. First of all, I want to comment that Henry is... Uh, you have a cat named Henry. I do. Adorable. <laughs> so so Henry is 
I always joke about the standard white male protagonist, but usually that's in relation to characters like um, Joel or Uncharted's Nathan Drake. It's like the standard, you know, muscular, kind of scruffy, regular white guy adventurer, and it's like standard white male protagonist. He's in every game, almost every game. Mass Effect, the first one, Commander Shepard. But in Firewatch, hey, the first one. First one. Zachary, Zachary Shepard. Zachary Shepard. I said Commander Shepard. He's a hero. <laughs> Used his formal ahead. title. Uh, so in a way, Firewatch's Henry is the most standard of male protagonists in that he's a super normal dude. He's not like a Master Chief. He's not a Nathan Drake. He's not an adventurer by trade. He's a regular, middle-aged, overweight guy who's working out in the middle of a national forest because he's trying to escape from a personal tragedy. So I'm not actually sure if you can change exactly what the backstory is. It has a lot of replayable value because what you do in the very beginning is you basically set the tone for how your adventure is going to play out. The very beginning is largely just backstory. It's like, hey, it's 10 some odd years ago. It's the year 1981. You've just met this beautiful woman. You ask her out. A week later, you're dating. A few years down, you're married. Then you ask if you want kids. Then you get a dog together. Then you move in together. And, based and you get on, to make these choices? You get to make these choices to a oh, certain that's extent. Cool. To a certain extent. So it is very much a game about decision-making. And the choices you make really kind of dictate who you are as a character. You can either be like a very nice kind of straight down the line Henry. You can be a jerk or like a very macho type of Henry. So how you choose your answers affects who you are and how other people perceive you, which I really like. I like that you're very much feeling the weight mm -hmm. of your answers yeah. later down the line. But basically how I've played the game is that I have this wife, Julia, who has early onset Alzheimer's. So she is gradually declining into, you know, obviously her mind is being ravaged mm -hmm. by dementia. Mm -hmm. So Henry has basically um, let his wife go back to Australia with her family because he can't, he can't handle, any, handle it anymore. He's been drinking a lot and he's like, I need to get away from this. So he basically escapes from all of his problems. He's still married, but he escapes to the National Forest to be a fire watch just for the summer. So an actual fire watch is a person that sits up in a tower and looks around the forest for wildfires. Is this a modern occupation? Are there it, still it is. fire no, watches? No, there are still fire watches, <clears throat> but this actually takes when place take in them? the late 1980s, oh, okay. which is really cool. They have some really nice uh, atmospheric touches where it's like, oh, it's definitely the 80s. Mm. Like at one point, you're busting these kids for uh, throwing off fireworks in the park, mm. and like their stereo is blasting 80s pop, and you're cool. like, you darn kids. Cool. So it's really, and like all the magazines that you find laying around are very like 80s Teen mm -hmm. Vogue and stuff like that. And it's just like, oh, it's the little things. Yes. Firewatch, more than anything else for me, is about the little things. The environment at first felt very contained because at first you're just kind of going through these very specific paths throughout the forest. And of course you have your tower, which is your firewatch. And it's literally just one room. It's about this size, actually. But there are so many tiny little details everywhere. There's books on the shelves. You can pick up all the books. You can examine the books. Mm. You can open all the drawers. You can just pick crap up and then put it back down. But be warned, if you try to put it back down the same way, it never really works. <laughs> so I'm like, no! I picked up the stupid thermos and it's still on the floor because I can't get back on the desk. <laughs> so it's like, that's, my drinks are spilling. It's not how I it was. I can't, can't get it right. So you're uh, initially going through the game and everything is very, very normal. And you have your primary source of relationship building is you have a walkie-talkie. And on the other end of the walkie-talkie is Delilah. 
And Delia has been at the park for over 10 years. She's an actual, like, year-round employee, and she is at the lookout tower way across the valley from you. So you can see her tower way off in the distance, but it's little, little tiny. You never actually see Delilah. You only hear her. But you can communicate with her, of course, through your walkie-talkie, and she will normally initiate contact with you. So unless you actually find something and you get, like, the symbol that says, hey, you should talk to Delilah about this, like, oh, uh, uh, there's bear scratches on a tree, you should report those. Or, hey, look at those darn kids, you should report those. She will just come through the walkie-talkie at random points in the game and be like, so tell me about yourself. Mm. What do you look like? I can only tell from here that you're white and wearing shorts. <laughs> it's like, okay. No shirt? <laughs> well, it was a long distance. Oh, wait, do you get to answer these questions? You get to answer these how questions. How is that set up? So how it is, is it's when like she... This is actually something that I really kind of like. I didn't at first, but I like it now because it adds extra pressure. When she contacts you, you can take a number of actions or inactions. So when she contacts you, a little walkie-talkie symbol pops up on your screen. It's like you have X amount of time to answer. And there's actually a little meter that like ticks down, and it's not much time. Mm. Oh, that's so cool. So when you hit the button, really it'll pull up with what your options are. Mm. Sometimes there's only one option. Mm. If it's like, hey, how's the uh, phone line? Is it up? And you're like, nope, it's down. Pretty yeah. straightforward. But mm. other times it'll be like, so... How's your relationship with your wife? Mm. Is she dead? Where is she? And like your answers could be... None of your yeah. business. It, no, it could be like <laughs> none of your damn business. Or it could be like, oh no, you're going to lie and say it's all great. Uh-huh. And everything's fine back home. Or you can be like, well, shit's pretty bad. Uh-huh. Or you can do nothing. You can choose to not respond at all. And actually, I did it by accident the first time. I didn't respond because I was like, how do you do this? Yeah. And she was like, that's fine. Like she's, she's very sassy. Delilah is kind of like a nicer version of Gladys, actually. <laughs> Mm. parts of her humor very much remind me of Gladys, but in like a nice way. Mm-hmm. She's like what Gladys would be in the before time, mm-hmm. before she was a crazy robot. So I really <laughs> like Delilah a lot. And how she perceives you is really how you perceive yourself. So depending on the answers that you give her, that changes your entire relationship. And it's all just through this walkie-talkie. Mm-hmm. So that's the primary key point. But then on top of all of this... The pacing is so... Okay, books are for chumps, but stories are cool. And stories, <laughs> they, they are not technically careful, the same thing. You can, you can have, you can have a story. You can have one without the other. In water that you don't belong I know, in. Don't, don't, nobody read books, but you can play this game and it's just like a book because the pacing is excellent. So you'll just be going around and you're on like an assignment that Delilah sends you on. She's like, hey, there's a plume of smoke out there. Go check it out. And as you're going, you'll just kind of find little tiny things throughout the environment that at first seem very inane, but once you pile them all on top of each other, you're like, I don't know what's going on, this ain't right. but something's going on. So there are like these lock boxes throughout the park that mostly the rangers and the lookouts use to put stuff in for the other rangers to find later. Because of course it's the 80s. They don't really have like the internet at the national park. Sucks. They don't have ATVs or anything like that. They're just walking around on bare feet. So in these lock boxes are sometimes nothing or sometimes crap like pine cones. And you're like, great, pine cones. Thanks, guy before me. But there's other times where you'll find like notes from previous people who had your same job at the park. 
and they're like very cryptic. Mm-hmm. Like primarily they're between two guys named Dave and Ron <clears throat> and it's like Dave and Ron are weird guys and these notes are weird and stuff's going down and it can't be good. And it's just like, okay, Dave and Ron, whatever. But Delilah will come on. She'll be like, oh yeah, they haven't been here in a long, long time. And then you like find a backpack later that's got somebody's name on it and you ask Delilah about it and she's like, there's this long pause. And you're like, oh God, why is she pausing? She's like, I haven't heard that name in years. Mm. And it's like, why is that Delilah? What What's the situation there? <laughs> and she's like, oh, it's just this guy and his kid. They came up for a while and then they just sort of left all of a sudden and you're like, left or disappeared? Kidnapped? Dead? Mm. What's the situation? Yeah, I'm finding the backpack right I'm now. I'm finding the backpack. There's stuff around. I'm pretty yeah. nervous. And she's hey like, there, oh. Yeah, she, she, she's like, no, it's all good. It's just, you know. People leave abruptly sometimes. It's like, oh, <laughs> oh and really? Then, and then she, of bears. How abruptly? And, and then later, <laughs> you like open a lockbox and find a missing persons flyer and stuff like that. And it's just like, oh god. Can you have the option to just ignore? You can. You can totally ignore almost Going everything that, De- that Delilah tells you. You can be like, hey, trying to work here. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be interesting be like, to play the game. So actually, it's actually <laughs> just completely and she's passive. like, that's what I did, in fact. <laughs> yeah. So, no, what I really like about it is that it is a shorter game. As most indie games, it's not very long, which I really like because I'm not finished yet, but I'm already seeing so much potential to play the game in radically different ways. Yeah. Next time around, I want to try, like, a muted run where it's like you don't respond unless you have to. Because mm. some things you have to respond to enact the next step mm-hmm. of the game. Like, oh, you have to report on such and such thing if you want to progress. Okay. But when it comes to things that you have options about, or if Delilah's just making small talk with you, I'm going to try to say nothing the whole time. Or use like the jerky answers or something and be like, it feels so bad. My pseudo girlfriend, no, I still love you. <laughs> but so you're just, you're just going through this game and finding these little things that make you really nervous. Mm. And now I'm at this point where like something has just happened and it's like oh, shit's gonna start going down now but the pace <laughs> I went down <laughs> went to going down so it's done through like days so you start on day one and then you go to day two and then you're on day three and then what I actually really like is there are these huge jumps in days like it jumps from day three to day 40 and it's like oh okay nothing happened for 40 days sucks Henry's just been getting into wow. the groove at the park and nothing happens at all and then you're on like day 45 and still nothing's happening. And it's like the pacing is just so excellent mm. because it's not like a rushed game. It's a slow burn, mm. which is a hilarious pun on yeah, wildfires. It's a slow. Uh-huh. That's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I was up all night. thinking. Are there about any that one. fires? There is now. <laughs> is there? So there's so well, I the actually game, just got to I'm about halfway through the summer, I think. And we just got we just got the first fire of the summer, Delilah oh. tells me. Oh, and she's like, Henry, wake up, wake up, wake up. Mm. Like on your walkie talkie and it's nighttime and you're like, What? Why are you bothering me? And she's like, Look out the window and there's this fire and she's like pretty isn't it it's like shouldn't we be doing something no let's just let's just look let's at just it look at the no, fire and, she, and she's like oh we'll call it in but we don't really do anything about it and mm. so you're just like staring at this fire wow. hope it doesn't burn down your tower and she's yeah. like we'll just keep watch over it just like we're supposed That's to all, and yeah, it's, it's like job. should we be doing no, something and watch she, and she's like no we're gonna call it in give the guys over at the rangers or whatever something to do and it's mm. like okay she's like oh yeah it's probably gonna burn for the whole rest of the summer Wow. She's like, well, what should we name it? And I was all cheeky. I was like, oh, we should call it Delilah. 
<laughs> and she was like, no, stupid. We can't do that. We named the last five fires <laughs> Delilah. All the others have been Delilah, I'm but we ghost. we named sorry, it her, her middle name. Her middle name is June, which is funny because it's July at the time in the game. So it's like, ha it's a misnomer. But yeah, so I really love it so far. So you it do is, like it. It is excellent storytelling the visuals are stunning the soundtrack is extremely minimalistic which is mm. perfect for this game you're in nature most of the track is nature sounds awesome wind and nature sounds i love it every I now and it. then you'll get to a point where like a track actually starts up and they're usually like just very acoustic guitar kind of things because it's the 80s you're in a national park it's nothing mm-hmm. too overdone mm-hmm. but then the it's always I usually want 80s full-on synths right yeah. of all That's the synths you can get it's extremely well paired with the day to night cycle which is really good mm. like it's so gradual just like real life for, like, sometimes you do yeah, sometimes you do like not always crap. yeah not always but sometimes you'll get a little cue and mm-hmm. like you turn around and you're like oh shit a storm's coming mm. and it's like i better get inside so or something weather like effects? that there are there it's more like she'll mention them and mm. it's like you'll hear the thunder and you'll see the lightning and That's you're like cool. yes but in Sounds general lonely. the actual <laughs> it is the the feeling of loneliness in this game is very powerful it's yeah. like if delilah weren't there you'd be all on your own. Yeah. So she's like your lifeline. And it's just like, Delilah, don't leave me. I love you more than my real wife. I'll divorce her and we'll run away together. Damn, that's cold. She has early onset <laughs> Alzheimer's. Has, she has a condition. Yeah. <laughs> damn, Henry. But, but it's, yeah, damn, Henry, come on, man. <laughs> so you can, really, I want to find out how it'll be when I play the game differently. And that's mm. very engaging. Like, I'm extremely Scott, emotionally invested in this yeah. game. I'm like, oh God, how's it going to turn out? Is there going to be a happy ending for me what's going on in the park what's with all these missing people now there's a problem bear on the loose oh god so a problem bear, a problem problem bear. bear. yeah when delilah, we got a pb on the loose, <laughs> on the loose. <laughs> it's when, a problem bear when delilah tells you there's a problem bear you're like problem in what way bitch <laughs> problem as problem? it's knocking on the door to your firewatch tower <laughs> delilah god it's like it's in your cabin a problem <laughs> But it's just so well done. The mis- <laughs> the mystery is so under the surface, but just out of sight. And you're like, I really want to know what's going on. Everything about it is good. Except right. for maybe sometimes the controls. Yeah, give us some critical Sometimes the feedback. controls can be a little wonky. So I do appreciate that as Henry, you're actually kind of slow. You're a middle-aged guy. You're just a regular dude. You're not super fit. So like climbing up things uh, is actually a little slow. You do, I don't like the way you have to actually climb up rocks because it actually has to give you an action to do that. So it's like, oh, you have to press press X to climb up this thing. So oh, it's, it's not, not like just a like natural thing that jumping happens, around or walking, which I do dislike. I don't really like that aspect of it. E- even if you just want to hop over logs, you oh, have to you like push a button, a button to mm. do it. And I'm like, mm. ah, I don't really like that. But it kind of fits with the game. So it's like, I see they probably had constraints and all that kind of stuff. It is an indie game, so they probably had certain limitations that they weren't able to get around. Mm. But aside from really the controls. You like I it? have yet to find a single thing to complain about. Mm. So it's like, this is a killer game. All right. That was a really good series of pops. It was. So Firewatch has officially avoided Firewatch the Mogan boo. avoided the boo. Wow. wow. Dodging a By a significant there. margin. Okay. I don't know what the opposite of the boo is. Yeah. But I I know, you, need, you need to figure that out so we can ask yeah, you. I need so to that f- way we can ask you, yeah. on a scale of boo to this, yeah. where Ooh, does the game lie? What's going to be the opposite of boo? What do you say? You should, you know... When you're happy and you it's like something, yeah. what, what do you say? Ooh. 
Boo to the bees. Mm, that's no. <laughs> I'll think of something. We'll need, think of something. We need an official Mogan rating system. I also have one dishonorable been. mention. Okay. Dishonorable mention to Uncharted 2. I saw you've been <laughs> I playing it. playing Uncharted yeah. 2. Don't that, like it. That game fucking sucks. Wow. Boo. Well, you, didn't, you didn't like the first one. Boo to Uncharted right? 2. Everyone told me, oh yeah, Uncharted 2 is way better than Uncharted 1. And it's Bitch, not? Bitch, where? <laughs> you fucking liars. It, it's not either. <laughs> I, got, I got to level 2 of Uncharted 2 and, I, and immediately something happened that was exactly the problem I had with the first game. And I was like, no, no, <laughs> it's no. Happening again. It's happening. I was like having flashbacks and I was like, the boredom. The repetition. <laughs> so I just I quit. I quit Man, while you I was be ahead. One of the Damn. only people that don't like. Oh, like I know. Fuck I'm, Uncharted. I'm, I am. <laughs> I am excited to play it finally when I start playing Uncharted and see if I feel the same way about it. As Spitting you. in Mogan's uh, face there. I'll talk to you about it <laughs> off offline. <laughs> Off this podcast. No, you can talk about it. Let's fight over it. Well, not, I, I, I mean, not right now. About I, mean, I, I, just meant, I just meant not on this episode. Uh, but no, I want to talk to you about it. About, like, we can do like an Uncharted episode about all we the reasons why you hate it and then like, to talk about down. it. Yeah. I know. We haven't had a good old throwdown since the PS4, Xbox One. That was a great debate. That was a good one. Go back and listen to that debate. And we need to put a space. And we got to continue with the tally marks. The points. Yeah, we need the dry erase board and the points. Point Xbox. <laughs> and then we'll have like a little square for Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> Just when Nintendo Put like gets a gold star. Gold star. For being yourself. <laughs> so, Firewatch, 10 out of 10. Would play. <laughs> 10 out of 10 would play 10 again. 10 out of 10 would play again. TCP, guarantee. Yeah. All right. Seal of approval. Seal of approval. Bump. The opposite of boo. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll just go around the table in this direction. So I'll go next. Oh, Maybe hey. Zach wanted to be next. No, I don't really care. He looks put out. Look at him. Well, because uh, we're doing like put out. we're doing an older, <laughs> we're doing a like middle release game, new release game, old, old game. Okay, okay. See, see, see old how this goes. <laughs> All right. So mine, and I know this review is probably coming out later than it should have, but I haven't had time. Dude, we haven't we had got time. Other things that we have. We to have do. other things we got to do sometimes. Sorry. So sometimes the reviews come a little bit yeah. later. Deal with it, everybody. <laughs> but the review for Deus Ex: Mankind Divided is now here. Whoa! The only, but granted, it's the only review you should listen to. R- honestly, it's the it only is. one that means uh, for everyone who's anything. been waiting for De- to buy Deus Ex until they've heard now our they official ruling. Now is the time here when you can go. hear it. Game yeah. Informer, IGN, no. all horse Don't apples. listen. Don't just, listen to them. Just you, listen to good old you TCP. Need the yeah. TCP review. They're just posers. Just posers. <laughs> That's right. They wish they could be this good. Damn plebs. This is real. They're so They're all owned by corporations. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they, got, they got their agenda. Come on. We're all not right. there yet. Maybe one day. <laughs> so Deus Ex, Mankind Divided. Caveat. Have not finished the game yet. Have not had the time to put it in the system. Haven't even started it yet. I'm Let's do, go. doing this review purely based off the box art, We're which looks badass. Here, it's looking at the box art. Why don't you just hand me the box real quick, and I'll just give you a full breakdown review <laughs> of what it looks like. Do you want yeah, I'll well, see. Give me the box. We should, we should have the box right. Yeah. So, go. if you see here on the video, everyone here should be watching the video like so you can see this. Yeah, it's Adam Jensen. That's me. They like modeled it after. Oh wait, what's his name? Adam Jensen. Adam Jensen, which is a cool name. I Jensen, like that. pretty I don't cool. know. He might have got. Well, he does have cool guy school. facial hair. He's got cool guy facial hair. Yeah, yeah, cool he's, guy. He's got, like, the sunglasses are built into his I heard, face. I heard about what? that. They're yeah. built into his They're, like, face. Part of his I thought he was yeah. just a cool guy. Nope. Nope. Not by choice. No, <laughs> not by choice. He's been coolness augmented. Coolness chosen. There's this dude here. He looks pissed. Right. I like this review. It's great. I bet you might. You might fight him at some point in this game. 
<laughs> Let me see the guy. Let and me I, see the guy. And I guess. Oh, he looks like a badass. You can't ass. kill progress. You can't. That's a good slogan. Got a, got a pistol in your hand. So I'll bet you'll use that at yeah, some point. Maybe. And then you got this uh, like blade thingy coming out of your arm because you're oh, goddamn cyborg. Has he always had that? Yeah. He had it in the first game. I am and now it's Jensen. making its comeback. <laughs> Second game. He'll probably stab it, he somebody it with it. He got sharpened between games. Don't worry. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he has one in each. Yeah, one which now. one What's is this? this boat? The third. What's the flying boat. Flying boat. That's a yeah, ship. I think it's a ship. That's a plane. Is this Same the third thing. one? This is the if in the total Deus Ex franchise, it is the fourth. Oh, okay. There's a Deus Ex, Deus Ex Two. There might have been. It might. It might be the fifth. The fifth. What were the other ones for? Like PSP. <laughs> no, they were like, like I PC. I like the subtle disdain. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, really poor <laughs> they were not real games. <laughs> they were a lot older. They were all, all like early, early two thousands and stuff like that. Um, okay, we're putting it up. All right, there it is. Day six. That was my review. The box okay, looks cool. Next. Uh, but no. So, in all seriousness, Day Six, Mankind Divided. As I said, caveat: haven't pl- haven't finished it yet. But I've played a good chunk. I've probably played twelve ish hours of twelve plus hours of the game. And so I got a good feel of the mechanics, got a good feel of how the story's going, got a mm-hmm. good feel of basically all of what you can do in this game. Mm-hmm. So this one takes place a couple years after the events of Deus Ex Human Revolution, where uh, Adam Jensen uncovered that the Illuminati is basically controlling the world, as has been theorized in many other conspiracy theories yes, around, you know, throughout time, that the Illuminati controls everything. Thanks to the 12-minute stream that you did of the intro, I'm caught up to speed. That's yeah, true. That's now I know Now, I, I thought that was awesome. That. I thought that is a, was a big it plus to me. It was a lengthy recap, but yes. I, I get it. It, it gave a 12-minute, when you start the game, it gives you a, the option to watch a 12-minute recap video of the last Deus Ex game, Human Revolution. I watched it because I was like, yeah, it's been a few years since I played Human Revolution. I could stand for an update. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of things I didn't remember. There were a lot of details. <laughs> Lots of details. But it was an excellent recap. Minutes. And I Honestly, like I wish more games would do that. So that was a huge plus for me, uh, just right off the bat. Also, it gives you a lot of options of how you want to set it up. Like, do you want the full Deus Ex experience? I would play. It's like, do you want the full Deus Ex experience? Play it at this difficulty level, which is the difficulty level I chose. And then it's and then it's like next. Here are a bunch of different control control schemes. Again, do you want the full Deus Ex experience? I would su- you know suggest picking this one over this one, where like it's a little bit more complicated, but it'll feel more fluid and cool and. You know, give you a, like make you feel like you are Adam Jensen. So I was like, yeah. hell yeah, I'll pick that one. So that was pretty cool. How was it, how it gave you a lot of setup for that? But anyway, so uh, Adam Jensen to kind of where the story's at. He uncovered in the last game that the he, that the Illuminati is controlling basically a lot of the things going on in the world. The big thing going on in the world though is that there's a, a huge increase in human augmentation, basically robotic limbs, uh, neural implants, things of that nature to make human beings bigger and better than ever before. I mean, who wouldn't want that kind yeah. of stuff, right? I'm right? I'm give game. me all the parts. Yeah. Like, I want the built-in sunglasses. I don't want to have to build my muscles. Yeah. Let's, let's come on. Give me like a robotic arm that can make me, yeah. let me lift heavy stuff yeah. all the time. You know, I don't yeah. want to be weighed down by my own physical... Make me res- better at my real job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that. That's what I need. But also at the end of, of Human Revolution, uh, this guy, Hugh Darrow, who is like the head of a lot of augmentation research basically decides humanity doesn't need augmentations and emits this signal that basically causes anybody who has an augmentation to go crazy and start uh start killing and like fighting and go get violent and it's like they can't control it that has been known as the incident and basically (laughs) since then it was it's turned the vast majority of humanity against anybody who has an augmentation 
people with augs they're called they augs because they yeah. could be crazy yeah. they you never know what's going to happen any again moment. exactly oh, so they're them. like sent <laughs> to like refugee camps or like something like that get those bitches out of here I don't want your kind here I'm part of the Illuminati I know it's safe you're part of the problem right now but it's safe um, and so, anyway, uh, so Ooh, catching up now, um, Jensen. So he's now working with Interpol a lot, helping to bring down a terrorist group or a suspected terrorist group who they believe might be led by Augs and be a, a purely augmented uh, group, and they're the ones like wreaking havoc on society because mm-hmm. because so, some big vote's about to go down in the UN that's gonna you know either. That's going to either shut down augmentation or further uh, lock down the rights of augmented people. So there's a lot of like political Lots intrigue. of political okay. intrigue going okay. on. And that's kind of the backbone to these stories. It was the same way in Human Revolution. And so it's nice that the same kind of story carries over. Because now Jensen's like the Illuminati exists. They caused this bad thing to happen. I got to shut them down. So at the same time, while he's working with government agencies like Interpol, he's also working with the Juggernaut Collective, which is a hacker group. Hmm. Uh, that is consisted mostly of like augmented people, but anyway, but it's helping. But their main goal is, is like t- is correct? to take down. <laughs> I don't know. It is in the game uh, to take down the Illuminati. So there's this dual side to Jensen in this game. Okay. Now he's augmented because he is augmented. Ah, uh, is he like he got about it at the beginning of Human Revolution? He is a normal person. Then he gets attacked. A, a group attacks uh, Seraph Industries where he works. And he's like thrown through a wall basically by an augmented person and he almost dies and they, you know, save him by heavily augmenting him. So the game starts off. You're going to like intercept this terrorist group and weapons handoff in Dubai. And while you're there – and so this is really cool because, you know, in Human Revolution, you had to build up and get all of your augmentations. The ga- this game start, starts off – got them all and you've got some that are better because okay. it's now two years in the future. Okay. And so this first level is obviously like this tutorial, learning what you're going to do, learning this, the new systems, learning the new control schemes. But it lets you like really let loose with all his abilities. Um, and you're supposed to intercept this weapons deal. The person on the inside though is like deep into this, is deep cover Interpol agent. And so you kind of got to watch him while doing this. Get ambushed by a huge force of augmented mercenaries. And so now everyone's like, oh, the, the Naturally. augmented, you know, people are, are sending these are sent these guys to stop us. It's the damn terrorists again, you know, and all this. And you're just like, oh, is it? I don't know. Could be the Illuminati. But I can't say the Illuminati is real because I don't know who I'm talking to. That's true. They could be part of the Illuminati. Yeah. So, you know, it's you got all this stuff. Um, and then... Where it moves on from there is you slowly start learning more and, and investigating more and more into the, the leaders of the augmented groups and everything. Like right now where I'm at, I'm, I'm being sent – I've just sent into one of the concentration camps, Gollum City, outside of Prague uh, to uh, detain for questioning this the leader, Talos Rucker, mm. of, of this uh, augmented group. Sounds like a bad guy. Could be. Could be. Could be. <laughs> I'll let you Could know. Could be. I'll let, let you know. got to let you know about it. <laughs> so – so far, story's excellent. I love the the layers to it because it, it it is a story where it's not just like, oh, okay, I get it. That happens. You know, like it's it's not just spoon-fed to you. There's you do really have to listen, keep engaged as to what's going on, what you find and all this other stuff. So, a story is great. Story's engaging. Very engaging. As far as gameplay, yeah, and it's probably how I'm going. The control s- system is very smooth. Like you can now, there's a lot more upgradeability to your weapons. Like in the in Human Revolution, I remember you could attach like silencers. You could make, you know, you could do slight uh, things like that. And you had different bullet types. But now how this handles it, you can like 
uh, hold on the PS4 square and it pulls up your gun and you can like s- switch your ammo type, your fire thing just by like looking at your gun. So you don't have to go to your uh, inventory screen, oh, select what nice. ammo you want. It's got the, all these ways of like quick changing your ammo yeah. and a couple like uh, button shortcuts like uh, R1 and square will like change to your last used ammo types. So you can yeah. do it on the fly really quick because there's some like they're robots you'll fight. So you'll want an EMP bullets to take those out a little bit better. Of course. Uh, heavily armored guys, you want armored piercing bullets. And so it, all these ways to be able to quickly change and, and switch without having to be like pause. Oh my. Without having to be like pause. Yeah. Slip to your inventory. I do like this. Select, and click. Okay, cool. I feel like Deus Ex is meant to be a more fast paced game. Well, but not really. Not really. It's a very much a, oh. so that's the great thing too. Point for stealth. Point, point for, stealth. for stealth. It is yeah, a yeah. you need to play this game. I know you're I not know. you're not like looking and for I a can. game like this. No, you can. It's on Xbox. It's Xbox. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I just assume games aren't for Xbox. <laughs> I don't know why. Why are you playing the lesser system? <laughs> yeah. ah, point for PS4. Point for, PS4. for me not believing Automatically Xbox. assume that Xbox has no game. <laughs> point. <laughs> um, but no, Deus Ex is very nice because it is the one, one few RPG, uh, and this was the other big selling point for me on this one, where you actually feel like the choices you make, for me anyway, mm-hmm. the choices I make actually influence and actually have make a difference. For example, you're able to um, pick your augmentations and everything and like enhancements to your augmentations by getting these praxis points is what they're called. And you can you get them by obviously getting experience. But how you pick and choose your different augs, you know, is up to you. But as in the case of like Deus, the first day is uh, human revolution. You cannot pick all of them. So you really oh, okay. have can be selected. And this one even adds in a different layer because it's discovered you have these like hidden augs like in you that you didn't know about. Ooh. But if you activate some of them, you have to permanently deactivate one of your Ooh. normal augs. Ooh, I like so that. it's like it's so like Risk me, I got this one that's called uh that's a like a Tesla gun basically. It shoots out like shock darts to mm. put out people, but I had to deactivate the one the AUG that uh, helps you in conversation to be able to know which dialogue choices to pick based on the, the person's oh. reactions. So it's a really great, like, I'm so nice. bad at talking do to I people. Do I want this? Yeah. <laughs> but I can shoot people with, with a dart. <laughs> and it's really <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So it's this balancing thing you have to get. And I think later you can get this device that helps you, like, calibrate it. So maybe you don't have to deactivate ones anymore. But at least when you first get it, you do have to choose do I want to deactivate this or do I want to use. Keep these to like the base level augs mm. that I can get. I like that. I like so it gives yeah. it a lot of yeah. so the the choice is huge in this game. And like I said, there's also dialogue choices and everything like that, which I also like in Deus Ex. A big problem in other RPGs that I've played is that the person talks to you, then you have options to pick, but it doesn't tell you what you're going to say. And so you just like pick it off of like an emotion. Like I remember Dragon Age Two did this. It okay. like gives you an emotion, and you're like. I'll answer this way. Is it done with emojis? Kind of, yeah. Yay! Whereas this one's just like answer, you know, aggressively or you know, sympa- oh, or no sympathize. Emojis. But then when you select it, it's, it shows answer. you what you're gonna say. Oh, and sometimes okay. it'll say the same thing but said differently, depending oh, on how you do it, and that will influence nice. someone a nice in a different layer. way. Yeah. And so I did it to be able to fully experience it. I I had this interaction with a this. Uh, gangster 
uh, that I had to that I had to talk to to try to get a piece of equipment from. And I played it, and I answered like I was like playing hardball with him and like really nice. pushing those buttons. And he nice. was like, "No, I'm not giving you your th- your mm. this device." And but then I like reloaded my save and went back in and, and played a different mm-hmm. one and he gave me the device. Okay. So it really does. And that's where that augmentation, that's like the social enhancer is what it's called. It helps you cheater. Because certain <laughs> well no, because I'm certain uh, certain non-playable characters that you interact with, you do have to like read their mood and emotion, be able to get the desired result, mm-hmm. like talking to this guy to get the piece of equipment. That's cool. And so if you have this aug, it like gives you their personality and like how they're, how they are like reacting personally to you or like what? how they might react. Wish I had that in real life. Yeah. It'd be kind of cool. Right. <laughs> yeah. But I don't have it because I just, I permanently disabled it. So I could get that like uh, Tesla gun. Yeah. Thing, what so a missed really opportunity for romancing. There's no romance. Oh, you don't got time for that. Romance. Yeah, he seems like a loner. You got to shut down the Illuminati. You don't, you don't have time for that. Yeah. Everybody he has got time burned for romance. By, he got burned by love in Human Revolution. He got burned. Oh, How's the no. shooting guns? How's, so, the shooting gun? How's the shooting gun? It's great. What's that feel like? um, Every time you put slight it, thing with my is it doesn't <laughs> you shoot it and stuff and it, it doesn't give you like a huge like kick feeling to your guns, yeah. which I yes. I feel like I don't I'm not necessarily it's not something I don't like because you're a stealthy game and everything mm-hmm. like that. Um, but in the difficulty that I'm playing on with everything. It doesn't give me a rectangle, so like a crosshair, ah. which makes it very di- like you have to really be careful how you place your shots and all this yeah, other stuff. You can turn it on okay. uh, if you want to. But you're playing on a but I hard but I was like I'll try it without it for a while, little while, and it's making it very difficult and fun and fun to play. Adds just another level of yeah, not of, like you know, being able like to have that. it. But the big selling point, the one thing that I'm just like holy shit, this is crazy. This this is excellent. Is the amount of exploration you can do. Now you get to a city, an uh, area like in Prague. There are different areas in Prague you can go to, and then you know eventually, like you're going to the refugee camp, Gotham City. You'll get to explore that more. But every place that you want to get to, like say you want to bust into this secure room that's deep inside this building, you could go right through the front doors, but you'll get stopped by guards and probably have to shoot your way through. Mm-hmm. Or there are about five plus ways that you can work around and circumvent going through different mm. places, air vents and everything like that to get to this room without alerting anybody. You cool. know, I love that about dishonored. So yeah. Like that's it's very, a, that's, it's a that's, very that's strong dishonored cool. feel. It's, like it's just a good stealth mechanic to have multiple ways to get into a place. I like that. And so I was doing this one side mission and plus side missions are incredibly yeah. like in depth too. And you can get sucked in this rabbit hole. So I had to go into this, like, uh, it was called a, it's a databank basically where it like keeps like, company's corporate information kind of thing like that it's a property property bank is what they call it Mm. and so i'm just going in there and i had to break into the ceo's office to steal some dirt on her to keep a for a conspiracy theorist group you see it's like another it's like you do as you do (laughs) but while i'm there i realize oh wait so i can break into these like corporate safes and all this stuff and so even though i probably could have gone in like worked my way around got to the ceo's office stole this piece of information that i needed got out i probably spent a good two hours (laughs) exploring (laughs) this office and was able to get like all the key cards that i needed to be able to like get into the areas i decided to not do it because i wanted to see if i wondered if that was going to come back later in the game like something was going to send me there so i didn't want to do it all at once because i was like okay i've explored about everything in this building that i can so i don't want to ruin you know like do this thing and then get to a mission later that's like hey i need you to go in this like bro i already did it bro (laughs) here are the keys so so i left before i totally uncovered everything because i wanted to see how it all went but so that the level of exploration is huge and it's 
and like I said, it's, you can go anywhere. You can do about anything. Did you go you can, into their files and give people promotions and raises? No. That's a chaotic good. But you can <laughs> hack into a hack into somebody's computer. Uh, this happened while I was exploring this this bank. You can hack into somebody's computer and then act and you know act like you're the person, mm. like a high up person, Ooh. and give yourself security codes. Like, hey, an IT guy's coming to check the servers. Nice. Let him in. And like, oh, did everyone, did someone, you know, okay this? I okayed it. I'm just, you know, and it's like, oh, "Oh, okay. Yeah, of course, sir. And then you just have this like. Adam Jensen, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right. Okay, Okay, fine. I don't know who you are, but all right, fine. I'll let you in. Is that one of the answers? I'm like, the answer. Unfortunately not. That would be amazing. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, so it's a, that's in depth. And that's another great aspect of it too, is the hacking. You can hack into about anything you want to. They're locked by like skill levels. So you have to upgrade your uh, praxis, your augmentations, your hacking augmentations to allow you to access higher level computers. Or you could sometimes craft like these multi-tools that will allow you to just instantly break in. But I mean, that's a very like cheap way of doing it. But I've done it a couple times. <laughs> because consulting players, Jared. No, it's, I mean, I've done it. And that, and I'm pretty sure that, that kept me from getting a trophy because it's like you have to, oh, if you use you don't a, like that. I know I don't like that. But there's a lot of trophies on this game. But it's like, don't you know in an entire playthrough don't use a multi-tool to unlock something oh, i'm just like oh my god um, <laughs> that's so hard uh but the hacking is a great mechanic as well like you can find these different softwares throughout the game that help you in the hacking like to stop uh alarm systems going off while you're hacking or to instantly reveal all the nodes that you need to you know go through to it's basically you unlock these file directories and they have like a time that they have to go off but then if they have a chance of alerting the security system in the computer and if it like shuts you down before you get to the, the unlock, you know, like, it locks uh, you out and could like set off alarms and stuff like that mm. in the building and bring bad guys to you. Is it like Andy's. a puzzle? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. That's from the guy who doesn't like puzzles. Nah, I like some puzzles. I like puzzles in this game. It's a, okay. it's a good way to go into that. You're getting there. I am getting, getting there. there. I'm turning, right. I'm slowly turning towards around on the puzzle thing. <laughs> so, but all around great gameplay, great exploration. Like I said, I got lost for like two hours doing this one side quest that I didn't even need to be doing. Um, but it's great. My one big complaint about it. And it's like, okay, it's this huge game. It's got all these things like, okay, you know, I know they have constraints in some areas. They need to make this, you know, they need to cut corners or something. This is one area I feel like I wish they wouldn't have cut corners. And that is character animations when you're in conversation with people. It's very like quick, like jerky movements like this. I know you can't see it if you're listening, but on the video, people see it. It's like, they'll be like, no, Jensen, it's like, it's very oh. robotic and just like, maybe it, that's because they're all robots. Yeah. Maybe. He's a robot. And then like, oh, the, 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 the words don't sync with the lips. Oh, oh no. You know, it, it's like, like it looks, it sometimes looks like they're not even, it's like the mouse moving and they're just, and they're oh, moving around and stuff like that. Hilarious. It's like Spyro. Right? And maybe it is, it's like Spyro. <laughs> and it's not terrible, but it's bad enough. It's like, I notice. And, it, 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 and I'm just like, noticeable, mm, it's I don't bad. like this. <laughs> the only place where it's not that way is when you're having conversations with somebody who's supposed to be able to read their emotion and tone. Oh, then it's right. really smooth. But I'm like, they had to pull been, out all the stops for those, right? Yeah, it, but gotcha. it's, it, but it's kind of like, is it really that hard of a thing? You know, I feel like surely it could have been better than this. <laughs> I, would, yeah. I would think that that would be yeah. something better that you could do with it, but you know, I don't know. It's just very quick. We're gonna have a whole episode yeah, where we do it exactly. We just talk like this. <laughs> we're gonna burn a million calories. Yeah. And so that's I don't know. It, it's just a, it's the one thing about it that I'm like, man, really, you like that? Come you can fix that because I, I know, like The Witcher is a huge game, and I don't really feel that way about the conversations with non-playable characters in The Witcher. Uh, it's just. 
I don't know. It, it's a, it's slightly off-putting, and that was like the one thing that I did find from it that I was like, eh, I don't like that very yeah. much. Yeah, interesting. Gotcha. Um, interesting. I, and also, just another quick point of it. This is I mentioned it earlier, but like this is the one one RPG that I have played where I really do notice the outcomes of the the consequences of choices that I make. Such as in the first ep, uh, mission where you're in Dubai, I was playing it and I died a lot because I was playing at this harder difficulty. <laughs> I remember. I was yeah, there you were for watching that. it. <laughs> I was like, get through the fucking sandstorm, Jared. And so you have that agent who's like uh, deep cover in this in this group. Oh yeah, he can die. And he died once, then I got killed. And, and they were like, oh, agent down, he's down, he's dead. And I was like, oh, damn, that sucks. But I just thought, like, oh, he dies in the game, and that's my, he dies in this mission. But then I got <laughs> killed, and then when I played it People again, died. I completed the mission, and he didn't die. Oh. Then later, I go to, like, my, the headquarters. <laughs> Talk to him. The T- <laughs> T- Task Force 29. You um, Headquarters in Prague. And yeah, and I do talk to him. Yeah. And, and he's like... like and he's all like, hey, man, that stuff in Dubai, that was messed up, right? And you're like, Talk. fuck yeah, it was messed up. And he's about, I'm about to go out back in the field again. And you're like, all right, is that safe? You were just, you know, like all this other stuff. And he's like, no, I've got to. It's, it's like it's an uh, alternate reality I've been, where you died. I've been, I've been uh, you know, in cover for so long, it's weird to be out of cover. You know, he's like, goes on. And then you have a whole conversation with another character about this guy living and how crazy it was. And so it's like, <laughs> isn't it crazy that he didn't die? So now it's like, I want to go back, like what oh, you're saying yeah. with Firewatch, and, and be like, okay, so what happens if I don't save this right. guy? Yeah. So it's 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 one of the few RPGs like that where I've really questioned like, oh, what if I don't I do love this? Stuff like yeah, that. that's really I good. Love so it's it's really well. Witcher it. does that a little bit also, but I've noticed a bigger impact in in my decision making. And just a, a simple thing like that, uh, I mean, I've noticed that a big decision making. So much replayability. I know because it, you want to go back and you want right, to try it and so see like all these different ways. Hole. Other than just saying like true, being a hard ass this way, like oh t- this time I'm going to be a hard ass and, s- and see how that. Madam Jensen, bitch. You know, <laughs> just piss everybody Gosh. off or not. Gosh, Gosh. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Madam Jensen, out of my way. Eat your dinner. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah. So overall, Deus Ex Mankind Divided is great. Ten out of ten. People should go play it. I'm, I can't give it a 10 out of 10 because of that character thing. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. don't have a TCP rating system. We need to we, develop we that. Do. We do. Be a As of right now, C or a P. It's, it's, thumbs up. It's a thumbs TCP up. approval. All right. So before we do yours, we're yep. throwing Whoa. a pin everywhere. Do we want to do the moment with Mogan or do we want to do Zach and then close out with the moment with Mogan? Let's go ahead and do it now. Go ready now. Let's do it. If it's new game debuts or news you can use or new tunes and titles that are adding number twos, it's rumors and gossip and industry info. They make it a new Zelda game. I don't really think so. One more thing before the last word is spoken. Listen up, ears open. It's your moment with Morgan. <clears throat> okay, we're good. All right, so. Yeah, well. I'm just so used to it now. You know I don't like change. I so, do. big news. PlayStation did just reveal literally today literally today so unfortunately it's going to be a week in the future now but the playstation neo has now been officially revealed as the playstation pro so they chose for whatever reason to change the name which i kind of get neo's kind of a dumb name i liked the name neo though but but i get why they changed it to playstation pro because i think the audience they're trying to attract is going to be more 
more attracted by the Pro title. Yeah, I can see that. Because it seems like the PlayStation Pro is very much geared toward people that are looking for that very high-end experience, like really serious gamers who are looking for all the specs, the RAM, all that, the, the frame rates, all that kind of crap. The stuff that gamers like me couldn't care less about. I'm like, Psh, I don't care. Well, just let me play Okami. I don't have a 4K TV. You could put a $300 price tag on Okami. I'll buy it. I don't have a 4K TV. It doesn't really matter exactly. to me if I can play 4K. So this is the kind of thing for people that are like very invested in the technical specs. But to give a quick rundown, the release date is officially set for November of this year. So just in time for the holidays. The 10th, right? Exactly. 12th. Is it the 10th? Somewhere in there. 10th or 12th. It's right around there. We'll have to double check on that. And they could change it, of course. You never know. Um, It's going to be priced at $399, just shy of $400 smackaroos. Kind of steep. Kind of steep. And actually a significant amount steeper than the Xbox One S. Yeah. About $100. Point Xbox. Point Xbox. All right. We got to start taking these points down. Uh, It (laughs) will have the exact same user interface as the PS4. So there's not going to be anything different with how you interact with it, which is a plus for me because yeah, I, I, we've talked about this. I don't want really to change. And it's not going to have like different games, right? No, so it's just actually, going to have like upgraded exactly. versions of so those So the games. biggest draw of this for me is total compa- compatibility, compatibility with non-pro PS4 games. So anything you buy for your regular old PS4 is going to work on the PS Pro. That's good to so know. So it's like that's really good. That softens for, the blow of exactly. having to buy. Like, so a new for console. people who have never had a PlayStation, they get on board with the PS Pro. They're still going to have full access to the PS4 library, which is really good. Uh, It will have uh, a faster processor, the ability to run games at 60 frames per second in 1080p, all with a one terabyte hard drive. Oh, man. So I feel like that extra hundred bucks is largely coming from the one terabyte. Because I I think if you get the Xbox One S with the one terabyte, it jacks the price up quite a bit. So it's only a lower thing if you do lower stuff you get the idea you know know things stuff and things it's also got like ridiculous gigs ram tech words things like that (laughs) blippity bloops (laughs) robot things things robots would care about in other news they just also announced super mario run the first official Mario game officially sponsored by Nintendo. So this isn't going to be like a Pokemon Go type thing right. where it was actually Nintendo like putting right, their right. name on something, but it's actually by a different you know, company. Run. It's Mario Run. It's from Nintendo for iOS. Hmm. It's the first official Mario game. You can play it on your fancy iPhones. Those what of us do with you do? Android, you run. Uh, bitch. No. <laughs> it looked very... Um, I mean, it's like... It's Madam Jensen, it's very, bitch. Very, <laughs> <laughs> Mario, bitch. That's our phrase now. I'm Adam Jensen, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but it looked very much... It kind of almost looked like Sonic... In it a way. kind of does. So it's the 2D side scroller. Because it's like scroller. getting exactly. coins. Yeah, so it's 2D side scroller. You're going to be running really fast. It's going to be uh, very much the look of new Super Mario Bros. Yeah. So it does have those really crisp graphics that I really like. So it looks good. Looks it's clean. a good looking game. But you're going to be able to run around, collect coins, all this stuff. There's going to be like a cool uh, sort of multiplayer version where, where you'll be able to compete against other people, collecting coins and stuff like this. Something to do with toads. I don't know. I also have no idea when... Oh, no, yes, I do. I wrote it in the margins. December of 2016 is when Super Mario Run is coming out. There will be a set price for it, but there will also be a free version. Nice. So whatever the free version is, of course, it's not going to be as decked out as the official pay-for-pay version. Got all those microtransactions you got to keep up with. Right, right. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see see if Nintendo's... uh, 
trying to get sneaky on us here. And in other mobile news, uh, the mobile versions for Fire Emblem and Animal Crossing, which Nintendo fans were freaking out about, mostly for Animal Crossing for me, uh, were pushed back to 2017. So they were both initially slated to come out this year. They've been pushed back to 2017, just like all the other stuff I care about. So that's fine. It's yep. fine. 2017 is going to be a great year. Yeah. Not Life mad about be it at all. In 2017. I'm going to be so broke in 2017. <laughs> I'm going to have no money at all. So I'm wondering. Uh, oh, is that it? Oh no, there's more. Oh, but go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. What are you wondering? No, no, no. no. Oh, wait, there's I'll, more. I'll wait, because there's a lot more. <laughs> there's a whole other page. Oh my god. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Surprise, bitch. (laughs) So I just got a quick Nintendo Direct recap. So this would have been from the most recent Nintendo Direct, uh, which was primarily about 3DS games. So there was some other stuff peppered in there too, but mostly it was a Direct all for 3DS. So some of the highlights, purchases for Pokemon Sun and Moon that happened before January 11th of 2017... So, Zach, you'll need to get it before then, because you'll be able to get a couple of special little things, like you'll get a free Munchlax, which, if you don't know, is the evolution right before Snorlax. So you'll get a free I little... Saw, I saw that. You'll get a free Munchlax. little... Munchlax. And I was like, wow, that looks like Snorlax. <laughs> I was like, come on, they can't get more creative. Oh, it's actually small no, it's, Snorlax. it's small Snorlax. Like, they're totally ripping little off Snorlax. Snorlax. They're ripping <laughs> off their... They're playing themselves. <laughs> so uh, you can get a free Munchlax and a free Munchlax. item that comes with him a... that will give you the special Z-move once yeah. it evolves into Snorlax. Ooh. Snorlax so gets the, up. The Z-move is called like... um. Pancake what is smash. it? Yeah, it's pancake yeah. something. It's like Smackdown pancake yeah. or something it's, like uh, that. Is that the thing where like his eyes like electrify out and he like well, starts he, like, gets yeah. up, power running? Right? And it's, like, it's finally crazy Snorlax looking. gets up. It's like, oh god, Snorlax. He's, the best He's on crack. He's <laughs> calm <laughs> Snor- down. Crack. Snorcrack. Munchcrack. Munch <laughs> so yeah, you'll get his special Z move or whatever. <laughs> uh but that's about it. And then for the um you guys know how much I love Pikmin. Yes. yes. So I'm actually partly <laughs> concerned. They just announced that they're coming out with a new Pikmin game for 3DS. I saw that. Now, I'm what I'm concerned yeah, about is concerned. there were all these rumors that there was going to be an official Pikmin 4. I don't know if this is actually what they meant. Like, is this oh. Pikmin for 3DS what they meant by it when they said Pikmin 4? Because it's not the same game. You're still Olimar. You still have Pikmin. But it is a 2D side-scrolling puzzle-type game. That's not Pikmin 4. I'm not opposed to any of that, but no, I agree. That's, that's not, not Pikmin the Pikmin 4, 4 I wanted yeah. and that I was promised by Nintendo. <laughs> so I don't know if there's still going to be an official Pikmin 4 for like, you know, the Wii U or eventually the NX maybe. Yeah. I yeah. really hope there will be. But in the meantime, people are getting this Pikmin for the 3DS. Uh, no idea when it's coming out. Eventually. 2018. ETA. 2020. 2020. 2020. Uh, they have also put Scoured Sword on the Wii U for the nice. shop. So Ooh. for people who missed it on Wii, you can get it on Wii U. And Super Mario Maker is being ported to the 3DS. It oh, will that's cool. Have that a few, cool. You're not going to get quite as many of the features as you could get with mm, Wii U, but there will be new features Ooh. where you can actually build levels with other people. Hmm. So in Super Mario Maker for the Wii U, you actually can't do that now. So on 3DS, you'll be able to do it with other people. Yeah, and then I'm cool. going to blaze through these really fast. Out now, as of this time next week, ReCore, Xbox and PC. The Witness being ported to Xbox. So in case hey. you want a puzzler, Xbox, right. yeah, Xbox is bing, getting bing, stuff. Bing, bing, bing. And then coming soon, Dragon Quest Seven for the 3DS. September the first six were like really good. This. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <they were. laughs> 
<laughs> seven. <laughs> Actually, Dragon Quest is stupidly popular oh, in Japan. Oh, it is. It's, it's crazy a, I popular. I People love it to death. That's why they're on number seven. Uh, so <laughs> September 16th is when it's coming out. Adrift, an interesting VR-type game uh, coming out for Xbox September 16th. Got some mixed reviews, so we'll actually see if anybody plays it. It's also already available on PS4 and PC. So another point for Xbox. Mm, Getting uh-huh. other games. And then, of course, Destiny Rise of Iron. Mm. Coming Ooh. out for, right, right, wow. September 20th for PS4 and Xbox. I played a little bit of Destiny recently. Is it kind of wakening your fire for it again? Well, Cheat got it. And he's oh, like, oh, I yeah. love it. You guys are crazy. This is a great game. And I was like, I'll come on and play with you. And of course, I couldn't do anything with him. Because we I don't should... have the Taken King and I don't have the <laughs> oh, House of Wolves. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. let's go do this. Let's go to Mars and do this. And I'm like, I got a big red X right where we're supposed to go. <laughs> Can't so do that, sir. I'm getting, I'm getting a do not gauge <laughs> from the tower. <laughs> I got to go back. Got to go back. So that was it. All right. Nice. All right. We're done. Yay. <laughs> oh, I did hear a rumor that I was very excited about. <gasps> what was the rumor? Possible, rumored. <gasps> I love rumors. The rumor? No, I saw it in multiple places. I did not. I make made this everything up. up that I just talked <laughs> that about. Was that was all fake. <laughs> There's the rumor of a of a remaster of Red Dead Redemption for PS4. Oh, Ooh, I heard wow. that. My bad. That'd I heard cool. that. And that just... if that comes out, I will definitely buy that. Ooh, I mean, I'm still I waiting for Red Dead Redemption too. Yeah, but like if that comes out, I'm all about it. They're still rumoring Mass Red Effect. Be- Red Dead Redemption. Mass the first Effect. one is backward compatible now for Xbox. So oh, is it on it? I really. Sir. They're going to remaster Skyrim. Ooh, yeah, are they? I really, I think I'm going to. I feel like Skyrim is still Skyrim. so new. This Skyrim is old. It's, not. God, it's like 2011. People 12? just still play it. Dang, in my love head, that that's game. a new game. Skyrim is, is a pretty great game. <laughs> I am not keeping up with the times, man. I'm with you. I got a huge backlog. All right, Zach. Zach, are we talking home. about Mass Effect? Mass Let's Effect. Do it. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Mass Effect. Settle down. <laughs> so that's Zach's sci-fi game. It's a great sci-fi shooter. No, Mass Effect. So same caveat as Jared. I have not finished it. But I feel like I'm pretty far along. I'm going to make that guess. I'm not exactly sure. But uh, <laughs> You know how the game is playing. You I get a fe- good feel play- for it. He's playing wrong, though. Have you seen him play it? Yeah, yeah, he's so not I, doing I'm, it right. I have correctly. full faith and so trust in Zach that he is able to play this game correctly. <laughs> it takes me a while. <laughs> he is doing it on purpose, though. So it's, <laughs> it's like, okay, tricky. this um, is by design. <laughs> yeah, so I have been streaming it whenever I play. Termy Terms. Uh, you can watch me mess up a thousand times. It's hilarious. It's really funny. I will say this right off the bat. This, so what is this game? 10 years old, I believe. 2006 is when it came out. Um, it is a great testament of what games should be doing. A lot of modern games now, I think, should look backwards almost at Mass Effect games. Smackdown. Yeah, Kids g- these days. I'm, I'm really impressed by Mass Effect, considering it's 10 years old. And I'm going to look at it for this review I'm going to I'm going to look at its wrinkles. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm yeah. going to look at its age and I'm going to take that into consideration. How is the game aged? And here I am, a guy that's never I missed Mass Effect. I probably because of Halo. I mean, it's 2006, I'm playing Halo. And I yeah. just I, but all my friends played it. I don't know really why or how or what my reasoning was for not playing it, but uh I regret it because it is a it is a it is the best sci-fi game I've played since Halo. Ooh, it's very Those are big words. Big props it, to dude, it's, Mass Effect. It's, it's it's a great story. Um, if you haven't played it, which I'm sure most people have, but you play Zachary Shepard, in my case, you, get to you name don't him. play. You Zach. get to name your first name. You don't get to change you the last name. You don't get to change the last name, which I was bummed about. So I was like Zachary Shepard. Um, so I'm Zachary Shepard, and 
you are, I guess, how would you kind of just, you're already established in the, the uh, Space Marines. You're kind of a higher up as is. And shit goes down with this dude, Saren, on this planet where this rogue specter, and if a specter is these sort of high elite agents. I'm probably going to butcher some of the backstory, but this is how I, this is what I got out of it. <laughs> these kind of high elite agents that um, the council, which is sort of these three different alien races represent, and the humans are not part of it. The human race is kind of considered a very slow evolving race not because i don't certainly have enough time you know i think these other races right. have been around longer that's the kind of gist of what right. i'm getting but um humans are kind of looked down upon in the council and i don't even think no one no human has ever been a specter and this dude saren lands on this planet he's kind of gone rogue and you kind of watch it through these cinematics and he's after something and he kind of they show this tower and you go down as one of the agents to try to stop them or try to figure out what's going down. You run into this same tower and you get all these kind of this this mirage or the barrage of images hit you and you kind of get oh, like, oh my gosh, yeah. like this tower belongs to some ancient civilization. It's an alien race. And what Saren's like trying to figure out is put these pieces together. He's going to travel the galaxies and figure out where all the pieces are from this ancient race and put together and do something bad. He's the bad guy. Oh, and yeah. he's he's what kind of spawns everything in the game. And eventually and pretty quickly you and this is so I'm saying this because a lot of the game is devoted to cinematics. It's a very cinematic game. It's even got uh, like a film grain that was put over it. It lo- it's supposed to look kind of like a movie. Mm. And it's got a very 80s sci-fi feel, which works. It's cool. I think they do a really good job with it. Uh there were, I even mentioned when I first opened the main menu I got like a nostalgic feeling and I never played the game. You know, yeah. I was like, wow, it's like, I remember this. <laughs> I was like, I've never played this. I've done this before. But yeah, but it felt, I don't know, there was something about it. And I think that's a testament how good the game was, how good the game is. It, they, they hit the, the notes really well. And you get sent on this mission and you get, well, you get, well, you, get, you become a specter. The council decrees you a specter for what you did. And I think you maybe you might have saved somebody down on this planet where Saren was. But they're like, all right, you're, you know, we're going to make you a specter. And throughout this, you're kind of learning, you know, get game mechanics and you're kind of going through all that jazz. And you realize a lot of the game's devoted to talking. It's an RPG. And a lot of the, you have, a, and you know, I think all the games we've talked about, you get like a panel of, things you can say to people, like most RPGs. But I was impressed by the amount of stuff that you could say to people, and I'm really, really impressed by the conversations. You talked about Deus Ex looking kind of silly. This looks really good. I will actually say, for all the game, because I, I have some critical things to say about it, There, that might be its best feature or its best... Um, point for it is the way the game looks when you're talking to somebody. It looks very cinematic. The faces have looked really good. It's aged well. The voice acting is like top notch. I was noticing. Yeah, you had a lot of options. It's really good. And a lot of people are like, you know, Mass Effect's like, like, is is kind of considered like a masterpiece. And, uh, but I was like, I want to see it. Like, is it really? Like, has it aged that well? And so you get into the ship and you start developing a crew. God, it's actually, I'm thinking, it's kind of amazing. Like, all the people that you meet and all the, the crew that you kind of put together, you get, I think, five other people with you, maybe six, three women and two dudes, I believe. 
and I'm not going to remember all their names. <laughs> uh, but whenever you go and do another mission, and you're kind of following Saren, and again, I haven't finished it. I have no idea really what's going to happen, but you're kind of following around looking you for die. clues. <laughs> you did. Um, Saren was the good guy all along. Yeah, you were the bad guy. <laughs> well, you can be the bad guy. I'm certainly kind of going in that direction. Oh, no, The again? way I talk to people and the things nice. that I do. Yeah, no, it's be just, evil. Well, it's just... Uh, I I can tell there's a way that I get out of my way. <laughs> like I, I I think Zachary Shepard knows what he's doing, and everyone's trying to slow me down. <laughs> so whenever you go on missions, you can pick your crew. You can upgrade them the same way you can upgrade yourself. Pretty standard RPG point system for speech, for attack, defense, all that stuff. It's all there. Um, but again, you know, I shouldn't overlook the way that it is really well set up. It feels very balanced. These are tough decisions to make. Do I want to increase my um, persuasive speech or do I want to increase my intimidation speech and wait isn't one of them called charm charm might be one of them That's and maybe cute. it's charm or maybe but but there's definitely like and my buddy's like if you pick one pick it all the way don't do the other one because that's going to oh. give you different options to say to people and i've already seen you know when you're ever talking to somebody it's always like yellow writing but then now sometimes and i've been uh, building up my persuasion or my charm or whatever it is i get blue and like Ooh. that's like a risk, and you can like kind of be Ooh. risky about it. So it's got all that going on. That's interesting. Apparently, there are major consequences that can happen in the game. I have not really felt any repercussions yet, though I have made some pretty bold decisions. And <laughs> don't know yet if it's going to come back I around. Don't, to I, I, the ass. One, one in particular. There's a point in the game where you are. It's right after you attack and fight with Saren's partner slash queen woman. That it's it's a whole thing. The way Saren it kind of controls people. If he like takes you he puts you on your ship and he gets into your head and you feel like he's like god or something and she's one of these people and she's sending out these new alien race that i've never seen before they're like giant scary insects and you're fighting through them and it's a really tedious mission it goes on and on and on and at the end you're with the queen it's like face to face with this queen insect inside this glass tube and it's talking to you through one of your crew members it's using one of your crew members oh it's crazy it's a great scene and you're talking to it and it's like we're misunderstood, you know? We we come from far away, and that was just some bad apples and stuff. We and just want to be your friends, Yeah, man. like, we, you know, please, because you have the chance to kill the queen or save. And I <gasps> saved her for whatever oh, reason. That's, that's going to come back and get you. They're going to kill me. Oh, <laughs> they're going to kill me in my no. sleep. I know it. Like, I really regret it. Like, immediately, I was like, well, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> it's like, thank you, human, you, d- you dumbass. <laughs> you know, like, oh. I controlled your, your crew <laughs> member's mind. I like, will soon control yeah. the knife that goes into your uh-huh. brain. A hundred of her minions just tried to kill me. I'm like, oh, it's a misunderstanding, you know? <laughs> we good. <laughs> can't, can't, can't be. Can't be. Um, but back to, like, the way the game operates. And so I will say the strongest points is the story. It's super engaging. There is a lot happening here. There is, it is a filled-out game. It is a well-fleshed-out uh, alien races. I've never seen better alien races in a game. I honestly haven't. There's so many different kinds. They all have different personalities and ways of, like, what they sort of believe in and what... There's a hierarchy that's very um, obvious that you can see, like the Citadel, which is the main city. These certain little small aliens can kind of get kicked around. No one really likes Aww. them. There's certain other aliens that are just maintenance workers. You know, you can see all this stuff, and they're not just, like, there in the background. You can sort of interact with all of them and get a real sense of the galaxy as a whole. I mean, it's amazing the the amount of detail that's in this game. And that is also kind of its biggest, is Mass Effect's biggest drawback. It's a very bureaucratic game in a lot of ways you have to the council is kind of always there there's a lot of talking that you have to do there's a lot of chores that has to kind of get done 
which is fine, and at one level increases sort of the realism and the depth of the game. I think it helps really make it feel alive and real. But at the same time, you got to just kind of walk everywhere. Every time you kind of get to a planet, there's like half the planets you can't go to, and you're trying to figure out which planet's the right one to go to. And I'm playing it probably maybe incorrectly. Like maybe <laughs> it tells you where to go at first, but I'm like, yeah. i got to find this planet. So you got to go to the galaxy that's in the middle of the ship, and you look at each system, each solar system, got to look at each planet. You're like, maybe I can fly to this one. You hit A, and it's just like, this planet's a big gas planet, and you know, no one's ever lived here, you idiot. Like, why <laughs> even look in here? Actually, that stuff's really cool. They're actually really detailed information about these planets, and it seems very scientific and interesting. But in that same way, as it's, the game is fleshed out by this sort of in-depth detail, it is tedious to sort of sort through the amount of stuff that you get. And that can into, be a big drawback for some players. For some players. For this, some. It, it's, a, it's a specific type of RPG that if played, you get, you can, you're going to get whatever out of it as much as you put in. You know, if you want to put in the time and effort to explore these planets, to read all the journal entries, to sort of shift through every side quest, you're going to get a lot out of Mass Effect. It's got so much to do, so many different sort of planets and alien races to explore. It's got just a bunch going on. But for me, I'm, I'm just trying to get to the main thing. You know, I'm like, ah, because wherever I play an old game, I'm like, ah, I feel like I'm behind. <laughs> you know, it's obvious. I'm yeah. 10 years behind. I'm like, I just want to like, what's everyone talking about? And see what, and see yeah. what, what I want to the be big part, deal's about. Right, I want to be kind of part of the conversation. So I'm kind of going through it probably in the most straight up way. And I will say this as another sort of, you know, as much as I, I am really liking it and I see why people are talking about it, considering it's 10 years old, I'm, I'm very impressed by, you know, like I said, modern games could look back at Mass Effect and really learn something. Um, the shooting mechanics are not that good. Uh, the cover system's not terrible, but it's bad. <laughs> the cover system's really wonky. I mean, every time you look around, all your team is dead. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, my team, yeah, well, my team mates. The AI sort of, your, your what is it, your companion AI is not that good. Um, <laughs> but you do, I guess you're the only as good as how you control them, because you do tell them what to do. So maybe, maybe it's maybe yeah. my terrible management's leader. not that great. Um, but I will say that the cover system it just doesn't really work. You kind of you're just supposed to run into walls, and half the time that's not not a wall you can take cover in. So there is like small things like that, which you get around. You know, you know it's an older game. Like, I'm not going to harp on it too much, but it has that those aspects have not aged that well. Mm. Um, environments iffy. There's a lot of missions that I've done so far when you first get to the planet, which is actually super interesting. It's like Hazard 1, 2, or 3 that I've found. So like you can only be outside on certain planets for a certain amount of time. You have different kind of health systems oh, that happens. Cool. Oh, it's really interesting. And again, it looks like they did it very scientifically. But you have to do use your rover and drive around. That mechanic kind of sucks. The environment kind of is the same over and over. I don't see a lot of diversity. I, I want to harp on that too much either because there's so many different planets to explore it's kind of amazing that there's you know and that could be due also to the age of the game yeah, yeah. it is it is you can tell it's just that's what kind of games look like but you know I was playing, at one point I was like why would people that want to play Destiny why don't they just play Mass Effect again I mean there's more planets to explore way more to do a better story I mean I don't know if you if you play Destiny and you haven't played Mass Effect go play Mass Effect I'm I kind of Destiny is, or Mass Effect is what I wanted Destiny to be in okay. a lot of ways. There is so, the story there is so fantastic and it's engaging and you really get a sense being Shepard of control. You, and that's kind of a weird thing to like talk about, but you are commander of all these people and he's definitely, no matter how you play the game, you can't avoid being somewhat of a, 
alpha male, like brash lieutenant sort of guy. You know what I mean? So you yeah. can be more like the feelings manager, where you're like, let's talk about it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can't though. You get. Oh, you can't. No, no. You, I'm just oh. saying you're kind of. At least what I've seen is kind of. You can be nice, and but you're kind of the guy that gets the shit done. At least what I've seen. Maybe I'm yeah. playing it in a certain way, but um, there's definitely a feeling in the game that you are in control and everyone has to do what you say, which is kind of cool, but also, you know, if I compare it to other sci-fis like Halo, it's a very different feeling. There's not as much mysticism. It feels more like uh, a, a game, like an army game, than and like an exploration game. It feels much more like I'm in the military rather than I'm like doing things on my own and okay. I'm figuring out some mystery. Yeah. Far more, I mean, you come back to the ship every time you finish minute, you got to report to the council. Oh. Or you get, you get the choice to, you know, and I usually I'd be say like, no. Fuck the council. But I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll talk to the council and they're like, how's it going? You know, it's like very, you're, you feel like you're, you're working for the man a little oh. bit. Yeah. And you also feel like the man because <laughs> everyone needs to do what they're told. You know, it's very, it's got that kind of, See, uh, you're the bad guy, man. This well, is what I'm you know, saying. It's certainly, you're not kind Saren's of... trying to save you from right. bureaucracy. <laughs> right. You're not going off the beaten path and doing your own thing. It feels like you got a mission from the... Yeah. And you so got to accomplish it. primary yeah. question. Yeah. Who are you romancing? So, I'm not Garrus, romancing, Garrus, Ashley. Garrus. I don't think I can romance Garrus. Oh, come on. I can Surely I don't you know. can. You're not trying is a, hard enough. Is a, what kind of alien is he? He's a cool alien. I, love, I respect the hell out of him. I think I've already said that. He's a good dude. You almost said you love him. He's a good soldier. <laughs> he's a good not Ashley, because she's racist. you love him. Not uh, no, maybe Leah's song. Is that you're talking name? about the yeah the scholar? Oh, character. yeah, the, the scholar the character, smarty pants yeah, alien, yeah, the blue okay. creature. Okay. Yeah, I like her creature. And well, I, I mean, I'm gonna try to do it all. Just to, you know, right. I'm gonna romance a romance ball and see what happens. Throw, throw some feelers out there. See yeah. who bites. <laughs> Why not? It's, shit, it's the ship. It's, it's lonely. <laughs> you gotta put yourself out there, man. <laughs> yeah, we're all on there. Um, what else can I say about Mass Effect? I mean, the sound effects or the sound effects. <laughs> sound effects are good. No, the the the, the soundtrack's fantastic. I love the music. Uh, again, it's it's a game of the the feeling plus the story plus how you traverse the traverse that story either through the cinematics or through the talking are such strong points. Granted, again, I'll come back. That's also its downfall. I mean, you got to go around and talk to a lot of people. You know, it's an RPG though. What yeah, are you gonna do? A lot of talk. You're not it's much fun. of a talker. Well, be... you know, when I play Elder Scrolls, for example, which also involves a lot of talking, for some reason, I'm far more interested in the conversations. Mm. These I are like, why. you know. You gotta go open. Maybe the they're gate. more laborious. Yeah, these are these are tasks. And in, in, in Elder Scrolls, you kind of it's like go into a cave and find the magic hammer. I'm like, ooh, that sounds fun. You know, this is like, hey, there's something stuck in an air duct. You know, like getting it out. I'm like, all right, you know? fine. <laughs> fine. Whatever. And it is. There's some aliens in there, like you, or not, or not, and you go back to do something else. I'm like, okay, I don't know. It's a little different in that uh. way. I don't want to be too mean to it because it's a great game, and I'm and I'm seeing what people are talking. about. You definitely I'm, have I'm like piqued more of my interest. Yeah, I have it. Like I've said before, it's just in my backlog. Yeah, I'm actually surprised. And this I'm makes not, and I'm, you talking about it makes me want to like bust into it right now. Right. Well, I'm surprised I'm not being more enthusiastic. I mean, it, it, just going to the Citadel for the first time and walking around. I mean, I, I can't believe that this game is ten years old. The, I mean, the tower, for example, to Destiny, it doesn't compete. The amount Ooh, of like, burn. I mean, there's bars, there's clubs, there's like strippers. I mean, it's mature Shit, too. I'm playing it right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> people curse. I'm like, ooh, all right. You know, it's real. It feels raw. I right. like it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's oh, a good as, game. It's as great as game. Much, man. As much crap as like people give EA and and everything like that, BioWare, which is like a you know a subset True. of EA, they do a good job. They make excellent I know, RPGs. They did Knights they, of the Republic, Knights of the Old Republic, uh, Dragon Age, mm-hmm. and 
uh, in Mass Effect. Yeah. Like they make it's, some great it is games. A detailed RPG for sure. Yeah, it's Maybe great. you would like Dragon Age too. Then maybe I would. You should play Dragon Age. I gotta get through Mass Effect. I know. Yeah, but you Dragon, do. You should, one at a time. I know. One Dragon Age should be your next Confused. one because let's stop distracting him. I, I, I love Dragon Age. I really like Dragon Age. So uh, you should play. So it all our games got seal of approval. The game except for Uncharted up. 2. Yeah, that's right. Boo. Boo on it. Boo on it. But everything Uncharted else, seal of approval. Team chat. Team chat. TCP. Verified. TCP, seal of approval. <laughs> Y'all. All right. Well, that is it. Let us know if you've played any of these games and what's your thoughts. Oh, yeah. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. And what's your thoughts on any of those uh, on these games that we've talked about? Uh, or if you, there are any games that you would like us to review if we haven't gotten to them already. Now, we do have to, before we close this out, Mogan is picking the song for Woo! the contest at the Woo! end of this one. Uh, and and so, yeah, give us the hint. I finally, it's a good hint. Like, if you went, once the, we reveal the song, and nobody's going to guess it, so I'm very confident. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a really good hint. So the hint is, you're going to need a real ball buster. To take these guys on. I know it. Do you? No, I don't. I know where my... <laughs> okay, so the hint is... You're gonna need a real ball, ball buster. buster to take these Emphasis guys on. Emphasis on the ball. Yeah. There's, 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 a, there's a hint in there. Gonna need a real ball buster. You're gonna need a real ball buster to take these guys on. Hmm. Mm. 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 Quick. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Uh, it, it's That's kind... what I'm thinking of. I'm not sure mm. if I should give more you of a hint than you that. You shouldn't. Yeah. That's a hint. Okay. That's the hint. Okay. Real ball buster. Real ball buster. You need a real ball buster to take these guys on. That is your hint. Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, stick around Good luck with after that. this quick little close to hear the segment of this song. But ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Team Chat Podcast. Until next time, I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. Nighty night. And to my left, Zachary Parks. Good night. Stick around for the song. We'll see you all next time. La-dee-dee-dee.